0: Here's your dose of healthy infotainment. These are genuine conversations and real discussions for your health and vitality journey. I'm Chloe LaVray. I'm Alia Abdullah. And you're you're listening listening to The Continua Podcast.
1: Podcast. (laughs) Drinks, Water, smoothie,
0: something. (laughs)
1: One million, I still on the grind, one in a million, still on the grind, one hundred million, I still on the grind, one hundred still on the grind. Never pet a rat, right, never said a lot. Only what needed to yep. be said, mil. when you get a lot, one of you will <laughs> like Anyone listening needed, to this podcast, we hope that, that, that this year is the abundant, I prosperous, and may you get much leader, closer but to 100 mil. <laughs> <laughs> may you get <laughs> that shmoney,
0: shmoney this year. Shmoney. Shmoney. Up?
1: Yes, today is a great Saturday. It is a vibrant Saturday. It is and we had nice. our song of the day, 100 mil by J. Cole. Recommendation by our guest, who we'll bring on in a minute. But before that, Chloe, what are you sipping on?
0: So I am drinking a vanilla plant-based matcha protein smoothie. There's frozen green bananas in there. Okay. Vanilla extract.
1: Emphasis on the unripe bananas, right? Yes. Quote
0: unquote. Yeah. Yeah.
1: There's something you can do with it. You can throw it in a smoothie.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just, yeah, I buy them green and then I freeze them immediately. Nice. But make sure to peel them first because...
1: Then it would be 100%. i am just to gonna do. call
0: myself out. You've I done totally it just put the whole banana in the freezer once. It was the worst. It was the worst. But yeah, there's flax seeds in here. Everything is to help my hormones, especially my estrogen levels. Okay, so shout yeah.
1: out to Lauren Papanos, correct? Yeah.
0: <laughs> We're gonna keep shouting Lauren Papanos out. Yes. <laughs> How about you?
1: I'm basic today. <laughs> basic. I have warm water with lemon. Nice. And. Speaking of water, it'll make sense why we are shouting out water on this episode today. And I read somewhere that water with lemon is supposed to be good for your skin. Um, I've heard that as well. Yeah. So TVD, we'll see. Right now, your girl is glowing. So <laughs> she's glowing. Yeah. Always. It might be working. But without further ado, we have our guest today. Drumroll. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. <laughs> Kez Reed is on the podcast with us today. Kez Reed is a businessman and philanthropist. He manages the Reed Company Incorporated, which is an entity that focuses on business development and venture investments with pro athletes and corporations. Kez has invested and worked with notable companies like Coinbase, YouTube slash Google, The Line Bike, Beyond Me, DocuSign, and many others. Furthermore, Kez co-founded the Jug Life Foundation with NBA player JaVel McGee. And Jug Life is a nonprofit foundation that promotes a healthy and active lifestyle by educating communities on the importance of water. The organization has built water wells in Uganda and has educated thousands of students across the nation. Kez graduated from Cal State University of Long Beach, Long Beach, and played collegiate baseball. He resides in Los Angeles, California, where his company is headquartered. And he's also family to me. So welcome (laughs) to the podcast, Kez
0: Reed. Wow.
2: Thanks for having me. You are qualified
0: to be here, if Um, I may say so myself.
2: I appreciate it, man.
0: Certified.
2: Appreciate it. Truly.
1: So tell us a little bit more about when you started Jug Life.
2: Started it back in 2013, 14, okay. around that time. It was just an idea concept that JaVale actually put in my mind at the time, and we had common ground on this concept. He was posting about it on his Twitter account, and he was playing it for the Denver Nuggets at the time. And he had a viral moment with his fans and as he was posting a jug and, and writing Jug Life on a water bottle. It was more so of those gallon jugs and just telling people to drink a gallon of water a day. And I got the idea, like, we can take this message a little further. Fast forward, we I was watching the NBA Finals one year, and I noticed that throughout the Finals, commercials were playing, and that was the year that LeBron got like cramped up. It was the year that they were playing the Spurs. And I noticed that there were no water commercials being played and saw sports drinks, you know, soft drinks, things like that. And I was just thinking about how, how many kids are watching the, these finals right now and thinking that this is what these elite athletes are drinking to, you know, perform, which is not true. Me working with athletes, I know for a fact that they drink water more than anything else. Mm-hmm. And so I just thought that we need to change that narrative and make water cool. And we started the foundation to just educate people in general, not necessarily kids, but just families, the general population, just to drink more water. There's a fact that I read that over 83% of Americans don't drink enough water on a daily basis to stay naturally wow. hydrated, right? 83%. About 83%. But wow. They don't drink enough water to stay hydrated. And, and it's not because we don't have access to it, right? It's because we just don't know And that's something that I've, that really like stuck with me and it starts with the youth. So we just started to educate kids in LA Unified, we did Denver Unified, uh, Oakland Unified, San Francisco Unified, Dallas Unified, like the school districts. And we just started educating the kids about the importance of drinking water, like the benefits for your body, water conservation, saving water, right, not taking um, longer than five minute showers. What, what that really means? How much water you're wasting? Don't leave the water running while brushing your teeth. You know, cut it off. Just simple habits that you can start early with, right? And drink more than a cup of water a day. That's what people. Wow. You know, <clears throat> they do. So
0: I can't, as we take a sip, just, <laughs> you know, when you start to talk water, talk about water, you all of a sudden get parched. Yeah, yeah, it,
2: yeah. yeah. You're like,
0: wee. Yeah.
1: I mean, I was going to say we should take a sip every time someone says water, but this probably might not be the podcast (laughs) for
2: that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. So
2: fast forward again, we started started the foundation, became a 501c3, and that's what the core was, just educating people about the importance of water. We made some merch and educating the kids. And then we partnered with the organization that built water wells in Africa because this message that we're you know, advocating for, there's people in the world that don't have access to water. And JaVel being from Flint, Michigan and going mm-hmm. through that whole Flint oh my crisis lit a fire under us. And it was funny because we were giving water to Flint before it became a viral thing, right? And people asked, like, what are you guys going to do with Flint? What are you guys, like, we've we've never left Flint, right? And still, is still an issue um, in 2020. Yeah, 2022. For right. those
0: who don't know what's going on in Flint, Michigan, mm-hmm. can you can you explain why why you guys are giving water to Flint specifically?
2: Well, yeah, the water's contaminated, and it's because of the pipes underground, and those pipes need to be replaced. But that's a multi-million right. billion dollar project, and yeah, they don't want to do One it. One city, yeah, yeah. For a city that's not adding any type of monetary value. Right. Right. So there's no real push for it. And we just got to keep knocking on the doors, keep adding resources when we can and until a change comes. Mm-hmm. So
0: there's a documentary about Flint, Michigan. It is. Do you remember what it's called? I, I, I don't. It, I it. believe it's by
2: uh, Michael Moore, the guy yeah. who did Fahrenheit 11. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah.
0: I- Flint Town.
1: Flint Town. Flint Town is the documentary.
2: Mm-hmm. That sounds Check it out better. on Netflix.
0: Learn more about what's going on in Flint, Michigan and the water crisis there. I wanted to go back to something that you mentioned. So, you went around these different districts to, mm-hmm. to talk to kids about, you know, the importance of drinking water. Did you guys talk to to athletes at all? Or was it just like re- regular students at, at schools? Yeah, regular students regular at students. school. Okay. Yeah.
2: So, we talk about what to put into your body. We talk about intake, uh, mm-hmm. portion sizes, and things so kids know, okay, balance, mm-hmm. uh, nutrients, so the uh, whole... That's part of the talk. Yeah, it's part of the talk, you know.
0: <laughs> the talk.
2: Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm like, okay, how can I... I don't have the... Uh, you don't have the
0: stats. Yeah, yeah, yeah in front yeah. of me,
2: but, you know, the curriculum is... is it's it's good. It, and, and it's not oversaturated with things that, you know, because you can lose attention especially with kids lose their attention fast right? right but and but it's very direct and straight to the point to where there are facts that they didn't know and that they should know and even teachers like i didn't even i didn't know that you know because they stay in for for the assemblies and like some of the facts that we mentioned and some of the things that we, they should do they they didn't know you know they're adults mm-hmm, and that's mm-hmm. why going back to what we were saying about how it's 83 percent of americans not just kids so yeah. like we want the kids to take this back to their families and say hey mom and dad look what i learned today
0: so world water day i'm sure that day is special for jug life
2: mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: so what what did you do to celebrate that
2: we gave like shirts out to all of our influencers we made a special edition t-shirt we've raised money um, that's going towards building the sports complex and building more water wells in uh uganda it was a cool campaign and then we went and educated kids in LA Unified about the importance of drinking water, and gave them shirts and our cool jug. water. Yeah, <laughs> water. Cool jug life, jug. Yeah, we gave. It's cool. Like, at the end of our like assembly presentation, we do a uh, water drinking contest. Kids, you know, get to come up there and they get to race who finishes the fastest, and then we Wait, give
0: drinking the yeah, water. Drinking the water. Nice, nice. Yeah, so <laughs> nice. It, it's,
2: it's it's cool. That's a good That's time. Fun. They, they get excited. Yeah, <laughs> they get excited about it, and it's cool because you know they. Instead of just sitting down the whole time yeah. talking about water. Right. Like, it's, it's fun and interactive. Mm-hmm. So,
0: that's so cool. Next year, I'd love to
1: join. So, these are kids that are elementary school, elementary middle school. school. Yeah,
2: we focus on elementary. Um, nice. more. Middle school is just, I mean, they're too cool. Yeah, man. It's no, like, they're it's an like,
0: awkward age. Yeah, uh, out, yeah. I've spoken at a middle school before, and my talk was just centered around health. And as I was asking, you know, basic questions, what's a fruit? What's a vegetable? Yeah. You know, as they're like downing their pixie straws like yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> right in front of me, you know mm-hmm. So I wanted to know, <laughs> did they have water on hand as you were giving their talks or, or the the talk, excuse me, um or were they drinking like sports drinks and sodas and things like that?
2: Well, when we give the uh, assembly, there's no food or drink allowed oh, in, okay. in the. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Gotcha.
0: You know, in the auditorium. Yeah, in the
2: auditorium. God. Come on now. You, you know that. We all went through this.
1: It'll be like soda spilled on right. the Right.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, like, true. Like, that's true. These are kids. They're, just, they're not, you know. <laughs> that's true. Yes, yeah, auditorium. Yes, yeah. okay. so no food and drink allowed in the auditorium at the time when we we're giving that. So. Okay, got it. Got but,
0: it. Well, that defeats my, okay. <laughs> my, my point that I was getting at. Do you have a. Um, like, let's say, for
1: example, whether it's a, a teacher afterwards or a kid after the assembly, do you have a story or just a testimonial that comes to mind where it really touched your heart afterwards? Like, this is this is why we're doing what we're doing.
2: Well, it's... Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of those, but...
1: True, just choose one. No, like,
2: but it's more so of like, okay, on the, on the conversation that we're talking about, about, you know, the importance of water for the body, uh, you know... I, what touches my heart more is when we talk about the philanthropic side, right, about how what's a borehole, right, and how to, how to build a water well, how we go to Africa and we give the gift of clean water to people who don't have access to it, right? So sharing that with the kids, and it's when I see their faces about knowing that not everyone doesn't have access to clean water, it, though— they're shocked, right? And then showing them the picture in the video of the kids that are that they're their age, but the conditions are are totally different. And in the so after we have kids come up to me, parents or teachers come up to me and just very gracious and and they want to help, you know, and and they just didn't know. And then more so when it comes to how water benefits the body, it's more so of proving the point that I kind of already knew people just don't like the education of knowing how much water to drink on a daily basis. So I get those, those comments of, I I didn't know, you know, thank you. I I need to start carrying a water bottle or I need to have, you know, be more conscious of my water intake. And it's very important. I mean, I think I, people all the time if you just drink more water you can if you want to lose weight that'll cut out about 30 yeah. percent. you know what i mean like facts if you if you're trying to do that if you but know, don't
0: want a water diet yeah don't we're do not that. condoning that no
2: yeah true okay i'm I'm sorry yeah so, yeah we don't want people we again I'm, well kez said that all yeah, i had to do was drink,
0: drink water water for a straight week
2: you know well i mean you can last you can last Weeks without Without food, food, right? But only days, without Water, without water,
0: yeah. Yep. The body is made up of sixty-five to seventy percent water. Yeah,
2: it's like depending on your body size, right? You have Mm -hmm. fifty-five to seventy-eight actually percent water. Again, depending on your body size, Mm -hmm. and you know, some people are big boned. We like
1: it. We like it. We appreciate (laughs) all shapes and sizes. Yes, we do. But getting back to Uganda, so then. The experience of seeing the kids and how they're more appreciative of, let's say, the water fountain that they can just go out to and turn on or the faucet that they can shower that they can turn on and off. I think I remember you talking about some kids in Uganda that actually have to drop out of school because they're choosing the difference between going to get water or getting an education. With the trips that you've done to Uganda, mm-hmm. do you have a story or an experience that really was enriching for you or something that you'll never forget?
2: Well, first of all, the culture. Right. I mean, before we even talk about water, just how, just seeing how happy the kids are in their conditions that they're living in, right? It's very uh, humbling, mm-hmm. right? It's like you, every day I'm here, I can't be mad, even though we complain about, you know, maybe who's in office or this and that. But I mean, at the end of the day, I'm, I'm blessed. So that's number one. And, Number two is how much going back to the culture on the Western side of women empowerment, and, yeah. you know, things like that you two dope girls are sitting here doing a podcast, and I think that when I go back, you know, to Africa, I think about how much we got a long way to go, right, globally, you know, and what, just what in certain, like there, what? I just that so they have to go and fetch the water, okay. right, and so the the men say they didn't get educated, you know, and then. Mm-hmm. They're the ones, you know, doing doing the cooking and okay. getting getting the getting the food ready for 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 the men, you know. And then they're vulnerable. The girls going to fetch water, they gotta hike miles to go to the nearest water well. Also, you know they when you know the menstrual cycle, they don't have you know access to sanitary products or access to water to clean themselves so they don't want to go to school because they are embarrassed, especially in the parts that we, you know, the schools that we build water wells at in Africa. It was a culture shock to me, right? It puts things
1: into perspective that we may be living a certain way right now, and there are people who are also on this planet at the same time, sharing the same minutes, but living a completely different lifestyle Mm. than what we're living and and what we're accustomed to.
0: Right. Every time I think of Uganda, I think of smiles. Like, I see their big, bright smiles in my mind. That's beautiful. I do, yeah. Yeah. Because it's true. Like, they're just so grateful for just having life. Mm -hmm. But I do have a question about Uganda. Out of of all the countries in Africa, why did you choose Uganda? Resources. Resources. Like,
2: there's one thing in life that I would tell anybody who's listening to me. Go where you're celebrated, not tolerated. Mm. And then also... You can't do it alone. And why, why Uganda? People ask me that all the time. You know, like I could have gone to Cameroon, Kenya, wherever, wherever, Congo. And that's something that's definitely on our list. But you know, being an entrepreneur, one thing that I know is like you got to have infrastructure. Mm-hmm. I made that executive decision to choose Uganda because I had a network in Uganda okay. that I trusted. And they also had resources that I didn't have. I tried to do it on my own at first, and I learned a hard lesson. It doesn't matter on <laughs> what side, for-profit, non-profit, it doesn't matter. And the things stay the same. You need infrastructure, yeah. you need resources, and a network. So that's why we chose Uganda. Now, from then, that was always something that we were going to span off and do other countries, but right now, it there's a lot of work that still needs to be done there. We have partnered with a great organization, and they became family, you know, so yeah that's where we are now. We're actually building a sports complex out there for the kids yeah. as as well as Waterwell still, but building sports because sports got me kind of through life taught me things that I use in today's world from you know, handling adversity and working well with others, even if I don't like them coming together for a, <laughs> <Yep>. come, <laughs> coming together Once for a athlete, common goal. Always an athlete you know, so. so
0: yeah, we were who are we talking to about this? I think it was meta was it was probably either kg Dwayne or meta yeah it was one of them because we were we were asking him about what did they take away from their sport kg yeah that's what i thought okay Yeah. yeah and that's one of the things that he said was working well with others and just being a team who doesn't like a good softball game even better who doesn't love a good charity softball game The sixth annual Jug Life Foundation Water for Life charity softball event is coming up in Phoenix, Arizona, Wednesday, June 22nd from 530 to nine at the Chase Field. And you are invited. The event is hosted by Phoenix Sun Center JaVale McGee with guest appearances from celebrities, athletes, and musical performers that you probably know and love. This event will benefit the Jug Life Foundation, JaVale's organization that promotes a healthy and active lifestyle by encouraging people to drink more water. Something that we all need to be doing. Tickets are on sale through Ticketmaster. Or you can purchase through juglifewater.com. Bonus, you also have the opportunity to participate in the game. For more info on that, email contact at juglifewater.com. Wednesday, June 22nd from 530 to 9 at the Chase Field. You know you don't have anything else going on. See you there.
1: I think sports definitely teaches valuable character building, life lessons, having the tenacity, the grit to face adversity because you got to learn how to win and you got to learn how to lose when you You got to learn how to learn. Yeah. But this is a great segue because you are a man of many investments and businesses. So as a businessman and philanthropist, how do you prioritize your health with all these things that you have going on and all the relationships networking all that stuff that you're doing on a day-to day
2: I, I don't have it figured out man I <laughs> I'm, I'm not even gonna not yeah I'm not gonna lie about that I was just talking to my physical therapist about this the other day because he complained that my schedule wasn't it's consistent good. because <laughs> I, I'm trying to get in and work with him but he's like well yeah let me know at the beginning of the week so I can get you in and obviously my health is is a priority right mm-hmm. Uh, And I had to show him an example, like as soon as I was in the chair and he was working on me, I got a call from one of my guys, got another call, like maybe five minutes after from another one. And then like five things that I had to do that wasn't on my schedule for that day. But those got pushed pushed up on the priority list. And I'm like, okay, well, I have to do it. And what am I supposed to do now? But my health is still important. I'm getting treatment right now. What am I supposed to do? You know, So I'm still trying to figure that out, to be honest with you. I mean, I have a system. It, it's effective for me right now. But is it, is it scalable? Is it sustainable? I don't know. So ask me that You know, a couple of years down the road. Well, what
0: does that look like? What does it look like for you right now?
2: Right now, so my assistant and I, we talk every day. But we go over my schedule um, once a week. And I try to just the important stuff, get it all done for the month, uh, up to three months. I don't really go past that. Like obviously, like going to Africa or going, you know, doing that, we have that planned out for the year. The big, our big events, and then from then I'll have my PT or schedule that, you know, weekly. And then I I have a a trainer that I work out with three times a week, and then the other times is kind of like on my own. And I do that uh, once a quarter. So my mindset is, if I do it once a quarter, I just need to get the habit back because sometimes we fall off and don't want to do it. So if I think about it, like there's three months in a quarter. So if I think, if I just work out with a trainer one, one of those months, I can still sustain the next two months. I can sustain the habit of of waking up and working out, things like that. But then maybe getting into that, you know, the next quarter, I, I need, you know, that accountability to right. do it again. Mm-hmm. Right. Because life happens. I get busy yeah, and yeah. get pulled away from it. Right. So you know, when it was quarter. It's
0: an interesting system. I actually think it's pretty cool. Yeah. So that no, I think so too. So that you
1: have a period of time to hold yourself accountable and then you have someone else holding you accountable. But you don't develop this level of dependency of, like, right. the only way in the relationship I have to working out is only through mm-hmm. this person. Training, yeah. Yeah, through training.
2: Right. That way, yeah. yeah. I mean, again, I can pay that, that fee for the month. Mm-hmm. But doing that, people... I always say, man, I can't pay that every month, twelve months, whatever it may be. But yo, if you put yourself on the system, mm-hmm. and it takes what twenty-one days to create a habit, right? That's 66. what
0: they say. <laughs> 66, 66 they-
1: actually, according to our first episode with Alicia. Shout he- out to Alicia.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh
2: yeah, so sixty-six to create the habit, right? Yeah. So it's
0: sixty-six for it to stick. For it to for stick. stick. Yeah. Yeah.
2: All right. So well, I, I do a month. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> but clearly, it's been working it for you, right. though. Right. Yeah. You know? so, because, especially because you go back to it at the beginning of every quarter.
2: hmm
0: It's not like you do it one month out of the whole year. Right. You keep going back to it. Right. It could be kind of like an accumulation of time, mm-hmm. which could add up to the sixty-six six, six days. days. That
1: means right. <laughs> you get two. You did. Two, two quarters that's but but getting but close to well, Almost well, there maybe just well a well days no shy.
2: but see the way like I said is i do it within that one quarter so for example I do the month within that quarter and then the next two months i feel like I'm good and I, then but that's the average but sometimes i I'll go three months another four like I don't because'm I'm, I'm good like you know so it's just in that quarter oh, like you oh, I know see, what I mean I see, so it doesn't I see. have to be okay. In,
0: it's not the beginning yeah, of the yeah it doesn't yeah. have to be the okay. beginning
2: it's just when oh, I because, feel like I'm losing accountability and I'm not because yeah. like I said life happens I get pulled I, yeah. as much as you want to have a thing on a schedule it's like okay well I just want to be able to come back to it and that's always been one of my goals or our priorities is making sure that I always have people that hold me accountable around me because mm-hmm. that's mm. you know I know myself good one right yeah.
0: community always 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 no doubt so you were a collegiate baseball player. Yes. Did you try to go professional?
2: Of course. <laughs> I mean, if if anybody, if anybody is a collegiate athlete and they say they don't, <laughs> yeah. they're, they're lying. <laughs> they're to lying themselves. to you. Yeah, y'all
0: yeah. tried it. To save their pride. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah, of course. No,
0: nah, no, nah, they wanted me but like yeah, I just I'm I not,
2: just didn't want to do it. <laughs> right, man. Yeah. too funny. I mean, too I'm funny. not yeah, I can't cap. Like <laughs> definitely like I I that I had aspirations and it didn't work out, but, you know. Yeah. I had a different plan. You know?
0: So, I mean, we graduate college at like 21, 22, mm-hmm. something like that, right? Yeah. So, your health in your 20s versus health in your 30s, has anything changed significantly?
2: Uh, yeah, a lot. You know, um, my joints, <laughs> my <laughs> knees, like my hips like that, but, but you also have to understand that in my, the health in my twenties, I mean, the health in my twenties compared to my thirties is I didn't have access to what I have access to now, mm-hmm. nor did I have the thirst of knowledge that, you know, to learn what I need to do to be better yeah. when it comes to my, my health. So the fact of drinking water, I didn't start, like, really getting into drinking a lot of water until I was 25. Before that, I was super unhealthy. Um, I'm not going to say I was super unhealthy. I was fit, but it was more so of, like, my joints weren't hurting. I, can, yeah. like, I had energy, but... As I got older and, and became more knowledgeable about just how the body works and what it like, I was not where I needed to be. I started to get PT, like rub downs and really deep tissue massages. And I, I didn't want people to touching me at all. Like, mm. I would just do ice and then I would leave. Like, I wouldn't want any of that. Like, don't touch me. <laughs> that's
0: hilarious. Are you, wait, why? I, don't, I feel like I don't, we
2: should dig into that. I, I don't know. I think, literally, it was, dig it. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I think that was something like growing up. Like, and that's another thing that people, Kids today who are athletes won't know what we had to go through and endure when as we were young, like when we were younger, because now that I get it's funny, when I get PT and I go into the I see high schoolers and things like really yeah. getting in it and it's you know, hyper hyper ice, you know, with the Norma Tech boots yeah, and yeah, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That wasn't invented. Like Kobe was like one of the first people to uh, to wear it on the bench, and everybody's like, what is that? Like Anthony Katz, a great friend of mine. Uh he he created Hyper Ice, right? Co-founder of the company. Uh he uh was just telling me that he created this 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 technology because there was nothing out there that was good enough and the only reason why he did it cuz he was just playing pickup basketball in his 30s and his you know he was starting to hurt like his knees yeah. and joints and so he needed to find something that worked for him so he created it and it became a phenomenon now now it's like sports science is so much further along than yeah. it was back when out in When I graduated uh, high school in 2006, it was just ice. And then we would get taped up and, you know, it wasn't.
0: (laughs) Yeah, with the ice and the tape on the thing. I literally used to walk around campus and Pepperdine's campus. If anyone knows Pepperdine's campus, there are so many stairs and so many hills. So you'd have the ice like around your quad, around your hamstring, and you'd walk up the stairs like this, go to class with the 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 ice is melting in the chair. (laughs) Yeah. Just dripping on the floor. Good times, good times, good times. (laughs)
2: Like, it's just so further along now. Yeah. And also, like, it's expensive, right? Yeah. Like, to do it, it's expensive to stay on top of it. So it's just, and you know, the only people that are doing that are people who actually do this for a living, that can afford to actually do that, or parents who have that type of capital to, you know, put into their kids.
1: So yeah. when you when you're talking about being fit when you were in your 20s versus your 30s, like, you didn't feel the aches, you didn't feel the pains and all those things. No. Getting to the food because... We know we used to smash some hot Cheetos and (laughs) and, uh, (laughs) nacho cheese and Papa John's pizza, all that stuff. So would you say that your eating regimen and how you nourish yourself, that's evolved and that's changed? Like you're talking about your thirst for knowledge. Are you more of a mindful eater now?
2: Definitely. Um, Definitely mindful of what I put into my body now more than I was back then, right? You know... All, all the fast food. And <laughs> again, I, I did, it's just crazy to me how much like I didn't drink water when, in my younger days. Like I drank some, but it was literally the sports drinks and, and, and then I think about the, the energy drinks, right? Because that, 06, 2006. That was, when, what
1: was that? Monsters?
2: I, I, Red yeah, Red Monsters Bull. Monsters Red, Red Bull. Red Bull, yeah, like, yeah. there was some, a can, I remember in high school, my, one of my teammates gave me this can called, it was called Salt. Like, it was. Assault? It was called assault. It was energy drink called assault. <laughs> oh it was. It wow. was. And I, you know, rock <laughs> all stars, right. oh, all that. You oh know God, what I mean? Rock stars. Yeah. But that was yep, the boom. Yep, yep, yep. Like that's when everything started off. Like 08. Yep. That was like the boom of everything, mm-hmm. right? So you know what is it? That song. I'm, I'm in Miami, bitch. Right? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I got a yeah. Red Bull and vodka up in my, my pocket. Like, yeah. You know, it's <laughs> just like, That that was, like, the time that, like... definitely editing that. Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. That is funny.
2: But you you get what I'm saying, though? Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's true. I think we also have to remember that, I mean, we were all collegiate athletes. We burned that stuff off so quickly. So it didn't even have time to, like, set in our bodies. Mm -hmm. If we were to eat the way that we ate back then, now, bro... (laughs)
2: So for me, it was a little different. Um, oh, little different.
0: <laughs> excuse me. Sorry, excuse me.
2: Nah, nah, and, and I'm not saying it. It, it, it was a little different for me because-
0: <laughs> I thought we were in unison on this.
2: Nah, nah, it was a little <laughs> different for me. record,
1: he was like, I'm gonna let you finish, but.
2: <laughs> it was a little different for me. And, I, I, and I'm not saying it like, like that was, that was the case eventually. But what I realized, I thought I was in shape in high school. And then when I got to college and we had to do these five million workouts, that first week I was like the last person like, right. and I got <laughs> it. W- it was terrible, but as time went on, like start burning calories. Number one, number two was Aaliyah can attest to this. I was chubby, like when I was when I was a kid, right? I was I was chubby, and so my uh, I remember like when you come home for the holidays, like right, you know,
0: <laughs> oh man,
2: like. People saw people saw me and was like, "What happened?" Like, like they thought I was sick. Like they thought they thought I like they thought I was doing something. You know what I'm saying? No. Not Pepsi. They they thought no. I was doing, like the they, 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 they thought the I other. was they thought I was sick. Not Pepsi. <laughs> you know they they were just yeah, like, "What's going yeah, yeah. on?" And so I remember like there was a whole like little rumor going around. Like I'm like, "Oh, I literally so these 5 a.m. workouts that freshmen had to do. I would literally be the last one. I would throw up. I would finish." You Know and that, but it got to a point where I had to keep going. I, I was struggling, like back strain. I was, <laughs> yeah. I had to figure it out because I had to finish it. But just to go back to what you were saying, like, no, I, I, um, it was different for me. More of the story. Well, listen, <laughs> listen, okay.
0: So, pre college, though, uh huh, how was it for you pre college? What was your eating regimen? Oh, it, ter- it was terrible, it was terrible. Was so it's still it still applies. No, no, yeah. definitely. Because I think we does. start to learn a little bit more when we get to college. Basically, what he was saying, or
1: like we, how we came in and how he came into college was different. That's it. That's, <laughs> That's literally what I'm saying. Say.
2: That's all I'm saying. Yeah, how I came in was different than how y'all came in. Man. I had to catch up. I, <laughs> like I definitely had to catch up, man. Like that was that was tough. <laughs>
0: That's
1: so funny. So would you say now, I know Jug Life partners with Christina on Saturdays to incorporate yoga. So in terms of different exercise modalities, do you have more of a robust portfolio of things that you do to stay in shape beyond just go to the gym and lift weights?
2: Yeah, just staying active from playing sports. Still beach volleyball, make it a whole whole day. Bring my cooler, you know, and and play games and hang out with the friends and, you know, yoga, a lot of PT pick up basketball always and that's the that's the competitive side like it's funny my sister she played softball at UCLA so we get out there and throw the ball we just did that the other day it's just throwing the ball it was just funny it was my first time throwing the baseball in a while and so my arm was hurt it was hurting like the next day and <laughs> yeah. I was just like man I used to I remember when I could throw it far dah, 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 whatever so I waited like a week like you know worked out all that then did it again I was like back like I never left and I was like, yo, my body responds fast. It's a bounce
0: back game. Yeah, mm-hmm. Seriously. Let's change gears a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, what is next for Jug Life?
2: Honestly, a lot. Like again, entrepreneur, infrastructure, resources, and network. So, one of the things that we're getting ready to do is we are hiring, so, bringing on people because we're growing. So, that's one thing that. Rests on my shoulders, you know, more than the foundation as a whole, right?
1: Um, com. Yeah. Right.
0: I was about to plug it in. Like, if anyone is looking for a <laughs> right. uh, little Life Water career right now
1: <laughs> on Instagram. J U G L I applications on the website <laughs> w a t e r
2: Yeah man so that on that part as summer's coming up doing a lot more you know outdoor events mm-hmm. and as the city and states and countries open back up same thing yeah. bike rides hikes um um yoga incorporating boot camps into that too so just the community of people that want to be healthy and active you know by drinking more water and mm-hmm. yeah
1: being Dumb- active oh. exercising
2: Right, going to Africa this summer, building water wells and building oh, the sports awesome. com- complex. We're starting off with a basketball court, and then we'll okay. go in. It's, it's a lot more money than you think. People think that, you know, it's, oh, yeah, you're doing it out there, it's, it's it's cheap. No, it's not.
0: Do people volunteer to go with you?
2: Uh, yeah, people volunteer to go. How, but, do, how do you do but, that? How does but that work? It's, see, the problem is, it's like, it's expensive to go, mm-hmm. so... The people that volunteer, they're like, yeah, I want to go. They have to,
0: like, raise the yeah, money. Yeah, they have
2: to raise the uh-huh. money to go because, yeah. yeah. So it's funny because people like, yeah, I want to go. All right, awesome. Cool. All right. And I send them, like, the information. Right. like, oh, dang, you know. Yeah. I wasn't expecting that. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, it, it's expensive. Mm-hmm. But um, so when we go, we try to go light and we, we pay for, like, staff and certain people to go, yeah. but it's like, what do we need, you know? Right, right. It, we, so that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Makes we sense. we yeah. pay for what we need. You know, and then the volunteers, if they want to come, they can totally come, but they have to you know, raise money to campaign yeah. to go.
0: That makes sense. I yeah. feel like that's pretty normal. Yeah.
1: With most mission trips, yeah.
0: volunteer mm-hmm. opportunities
1: for sure. So what's also next for you? Mm. Crypto. <laughs> <laughs>
0: we'll have to have you back yeah. on for a, <laughs> another yeah, nah, nah, conversation. No, nah,
2: nah, just real quick. I mean, Web3 is, is, is the future. I believe yeah. that. So our team, we're really focusing on... Um, you know building a new future in, in in web3 and also continuously doing what we what we do right so um our our hospitality restaurants and, and things that we've uh, uh invested in making sure that they are um Good to go because obviously we had a tough time during you know 2020 and 2021, right? With, with, you know we want to make it scalable and sustainable, so it's really hitting the ground running and lasering focus on that. Yeah, so that's when it comes to the other side of things, outside of the philanthropy. So,
1: oh, business oh. and philanthropy. Uh, it's a hobby. So we have two more questions. What's One up? fun question is if you had to choose a song to describe your 2021, what would that song be?
2: My 2021.
1: Yes. Not like, oh, this song is my theme song of my whole life. I don't
2: know. Uh, can I come back to that? I got to think about that Was that a rap and fire? That no, that's not. Okay. <laughs> that was not a rap, a rap and fire. Right, yeah. Not to...
0: fire. That's a tough one for people. Yeah. You, um, so
2: people, how long does it take people to answer that question when you guys ask mm-hmm.
0: them? Honestly, I feel that when we ask the question, they just say the first song that comes to mind. Yeah. Mm. I feel like that's what usually yeah. happens. Which is cool. So like what pops into your mind right now?
2: A song doesn't pop into my mind to describe my twenty twenty one, but an artist does. Okay. okay. Kanye. Okay. Okay. To describe my twenty twenty one.
1: All right, yay. <laughs> yay.
2: But I don't. I don't think about yay as of now, right? I'm, it doesn't matter. Whatever. That's how. That's, <laughs> no. I was thinking. I was thinking more graduation.
0: Final question for you: What is your definition of journey?
2: My definition of journey. I would define it as, as beauty. Uh, I would have to say that the journey is what defines the success. So I think about the beauty in it and finding the beauty in that. People want you know, the six pack abs or whatever, but it's the, the journey to get there and finding beauty in that journey. But think about where I was and where I am. And I'm talking about this on so many levels of just personally, um, business, you know, I think about when I graduated college. I thought like, oh, I just want to make a hundred thousand and I'll be good. You know, like my like my family would be proud of me. That that that, and that's that was part of my journey. And then I think about where I am now and how much more. It's like. Nah, that ain't it, you know, or, (laughs) you know, that, I mean, especially in California, but I don't, I don't like saying it like it's like, I'm not money driven at all, but I'm just using that as an example to tell you, I had to find beauty in that, and it's beautiful to me now, like that, think about that. And it's like, at the time in my life, where I, I mean, I would drive to certain places not knowing what I would get out of it. it. you know, maybe an opportunity, maybe not, but I'm doing it with, with only a quarter of a gas in my tank. I'm yeah. going there, going there, it's the journey. Or oh, if I just took that one job that was secure and not, you know, have stayed on this path, where would I be today? And so I think about that stuff. And one of the things that I can say is the journey is consistency and persistence, right? Like for me, at least. So, and I find beauty in that. Great, yeah. That is a mic drop.
0: Health
1: journey and the entrepreneurial journey alright
0: everybody if anyone has any comments questions or concerns about any of the topics that we spoke about in this episode please DM us on Instagram at thecontinua other than that druglifewater.com check out Kes Reed yep and we will catch you in the next episode righty.
1: peace